Spartans, good news. We've got a new book coming out called The Spartan Way that you can pre-order now. It contains 10 principles that we have studied relentlessly over the last 40 years. These 10 principles have to be learned, studied, and mastered in order for you to achieve any kind of success in life. Not just monetary success, but success around health, success around relationships, success around just being happy. You master these 10 principles, you will crush life. Pick up a copy of The Spartan Way. All right. Here we go. Here we go. We have got an incredible guest today. This is a guy that I've gotten to know over the last four or five years. His name is Mark Devine, ex-Navy SEAL. Runs this really cool outfit we're going we're gonna to learn about today. I've got Sephra on my left, seed lady. We've got Johnny, Dr. Johnny. We've got Colonel Nye, um, arguably tougher than Mark Devine. We've got uh, Marion behind the camera and uh, the wonderful assistant, Andrea that uh, handles everything important back there. Anyway, this is going to be an awesome interview. You're going to love it. Met the guy. Uh, you've met him, right? Yep. And, yeah. you know, the incredible thing is we don't have many guests back twice. we got a lot of amazing people to get through. It's a big world out there. Yeah. Mark has so much to say that you decide to have him back to hear more. Yeah. And, and um, I'll just give you a little tip. He was um, trapped in a submarine. Take one, Mark Devine, seal something, or I don't know what they call it. <laughs> I'm sorry, you started this. <laughs> seal fit. Seal fit. All right. It's kind of like saying fit fit, actually. Yeah. It's a little redundant. Yeah, almost it? fit, maybe. Almost fit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more than fit. More than Spartan fit. Yeah. Seal fit. Maybe if you. The seal fit's like the advanced program once you graduate from school. So I thought that, but then we were doing the burpees and you started sweating and I was like, I don't know about this thing. Sweating's good. It's like how we purge and get ready for the next fight. That's true. So you and I know each other for a long time. Yes. And um, we went to the farm. We were up at the farm in Vermont together. Beautiful and, place, by the and, way. And uh, we chopped some wood. We had some fun. And we've been... I hear I have a little bit of a legend from that wood chopping. There's a little legend <laughs> running around. With the, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, um, but we've talked and, and over the years about how to make people better mm-hmm. and tougher. And so let's do a little uh, trip around the world because mm-hmm. you've got a lot of knowledge in, in yoga and meditation and religion. And, and um, I don't know, maybe we can impart some wisdom on the folks. Let's try listening. to do that. So, so one uh, drop would be enough, right? Yeah. If it's in there. And then we'll do some burpees, some more burpees. So awesome. I was in, well, you want to, why don't we start with. Start um, with the burpees? No, no, start with the, um, the burpee uh, thing we're doing. Yeah, so um, everyone knows that um, when you go to war, you take on this inordinate, crazy amount of stress. It's the most insane environment in the world. Colonel knows that better than I do. And um, we don't have great strategies to help these vets recover from that. And so as a result, a lot of them uh, fall into depression. They get into the VA system, get some on opioids, and that just makes it worse. And there's a downward spiral leading to 22 vets a day now committing suicide. Now, that's not just from Iraq and Afghanistan. That's the entire vet community. But... That's just the U.S. population. That's an unsatisfactory number. And we know, you and I know, that there's a way to help these people. We get them moving, get them breathing, get them in a team, give them a new mission. So um, this year I committed to do 22 million burpees. Not that many. No, just a couple. (laughs) And you might think, well, that's a lot of burpees, Mark. You're going to be doing burpees all day long and every night. No, because we do everything as a team. So um, I'm organizing a team. We're three months into it. We've already got commitments for about 8 million of the 22 million burpees. Right. So we need more help. That's yeah. why I appreciate you jumping on board yeah, with no it. No problem. I'm, with I'm committing yeah. to 100,000. Yeah. So with those 100,000, I'm donating 10 cents a burpee. People nice. can pledge for me. Nice. Uh, we've raised already $150,000. Nice. 
That's awesome. We're not going to stop until we hit $22 million. And all that money is going to go to a program to put vets who, into an immersion training to teach them things like movement, yoga, breath. Yep. Hook them up with a competent coach for 18-month aftercare who can guide them and a boat crew to, you know. And I said to you, uh, throw a bunch of entries in that, in that uh, charity as well yeah. it, it, for the vets. For the Spartan that, race. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, for yeah. the vets that are feeling like on the edge. And, and, and See, I think the Spartan concept is so perfect for people who are recovering from anything, yeah. right? But any, especially stress or um, years of neglect to their body because it's like a wake-up call. It's, a, it's an incredible stimulus, lots of excitement. And also because you've set it up so that anybody can do it. It's not, you know, like Seal Fit, one of my challenges, it really is for the elite. Yeah. And we've had trouble scaling it to the GP, the general public, because, you know, there's this perception they just can't do it. Yeah. Or have you done a really good job? So, yeah, everyone can do this. Bring your kids. Bring your mom. Yeah, bring we, your we like to say we want to sprinkle some Spartan on anybody's life. Yeah, yeah, right? I love that. Yeah. And, uh, so that, that's kind of the wake-up call because all you need is that experience once. And you're hooked. You're hooked. Yeah. You're three off, three miles that change your life forever. Yeah, I love that. So, so that's, the, that's the Burpees Challenge. Burpeesforvets.com. Thanks for asking that. Yeah, no problem. Check it out. So, so, um, so now let's go around the world. So my mother in the 70s was into yoga, meditation, health food. I poo-pooed it. Everybody in the neighborhood poo-pooed it. She was a crazy person. Um, there was no Whole Foods <laughs> at that a, point. She just appeared crazy to those <laughs> on the outside. You're crazy. Yeah. And um, no Whole Foods, no yoga magazines back then or yoga mat. Like mm-hmm. this was really out there. And, but yet, now it's making its way into people like Navy SEALs, like you, right? So it's cool. You know, what's interesting is around the turn of the century, yoga was actually extremely popular. Huh. When, when Yogananda came over, he actually came over in the 30s and 40s. I mean, there was a huge movement of yoga in this country. And um, there, were, like, there were congregations of thousands of people who would show up to hear these yogis give their talks. Huh. But then it all just kind of disappeared. Right? And Maybe consumerism, right? I and, think so, and, and, yeah. Uh, the yeah. scientific materialism got, gave away. That was too metaphysical. Yeah. And then we swung in the other direction in the whole Industrial Revolution, and it, got, it just evaporated, and everyone you know, pushed it to the fringes. But it's nice to see it coming back. It's coming back. Yeah. And health food is becoming more and more right. popular. Right. And, and, um, and so I was just recently in Japan, and uh, I got a little taste again mm. of the stuff my mother was was pushing. I was with the monks, uh, the marathon monks. That's cool. I'd love who, to hear about that. Yeah, and so they, uh, they run like... They run 20, like 40 miles a time, don't tw- they? Well, 25 miles 25. a day. Um, you and I want to become monks in this particular sect. We knock on the door and we're like, hey, we're in. Mark and I want to do it. They said, great. Throw on this robe, shave your head, start put running. on these sandals, start running. And do 100 days. You and I are exhausted. We're like, high five and we got it. And they said, hey, now we know you're serious. You got 800 more days to go. And this time, carry a sword and a rope, and you got to kill yourself if you decide to quit. <laughs> so it um, sounds a little extreme and a little yeah. crazy, but, but um, I don't know. I, like Lots of religions you and I talked about have rituals, mm-hmm. and that's just one of, that's the way they do it. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing it for a thousand plus years. They told me they have a candle lit, and the candle's been lit for 1,600 years. It's never gone out. So in other words, they, they quickly, somebody's got yeah, to be there to switch, switch candles. So there's a watch on the candle. And so I, I don't know, I get, I get I'm excited cool. when I hear stuff like that, yeah. right? That, that yeah. ritual. I think so too. I, we've lost a lot of ritual. I mean, it exists certain, you know, religious um, customs, I guess, or, you know, organizations. But when it comes to, like, personal practice, like how you live your life, our ritual is plug into YouTube. You know, plug into your text, and I look at my 18-year-old son, and that's, that's his ritual, and so I have to, like, haul him off that and say, okay, no, we're going for a hike, or we're going to, 
you know, we'll go work on the cars. It's something, you know, something he loves to do. Sure. Um, but just get off of the constant distraction. So the ritual for today has become distraction. And what some of these rituals of the past did is they took you away from distraction and inward. And so we don't have a lot of ways to turn inward now in our society. And that's why I was saying earlier when we did our podcast, the disease of our century is insanity. Both at a cultural level, we're seeing that playing out in politics and in the insane um, business environment of, you know, corruption and, you know, intellectual property theft and, you know, just constant shifting and changing. You don't even know which way to point your arrow anymore. So you got to go within in when insanity is showing up outward to find your moral compass and your... And it's hard to do in, in the thick of things, right? It is, yeah. But, you know, the, the, the warrior traditions say that you find uh, stillness in action. But in order to find stillness in action where you can be the, you know, the Spartan monk while you're in the middle of a race is to find stillness and inaction first, right? right? And when, here's the other way to look at that. In inaction, there's a lot of action, which is why it's really hard to meditate. Because when you sit down in silence, all of a sudden your mind just starts racing. And you're like, wow, there's a lot of shit going on. You feel like you're running a little Spartan race inside of there. Right. And so you got to practice that. And that's why they had the monks run for 100 days. Not just to pr- prove their loyalty and their right. stick to but to slow them down, to get them in nature, right. to get the monkey mind rutted. And all you got to do is that one thing, just keep running that next mile. It's no different than when I was 20 sitting on the Zen bench. I was fortunate to be exposed to the Eastern martial arts through a Zen master who was masquerading as a karate instructor, right? He was truly a Zen master, but he was also, you know, his path, like we said earlier, one one mountaintop, many paths, his path was karate, which is the way of basically personal development through a martial art. So he had us sit on the Zen bench for, like, religiously, to use that term kind of in a colloquial sense. And then every Thursday night, we would have a long Zen class, you know, 45 minutes sitting on the bench. He would come along with his little wooden stick. And when you felt his presence, you could put your hands together, and then he would, at an unknown time to you, he would smack you across the shoulder with his stick. And it was designed to shock you into a sudden state of satori, or temporary enlightenment, or the, an awakened state. Phenomenal training. And because here is this 20-year-old kid who's just like busy, busy, busy in New York, getting my MBA, getting my CPA, you know, partying, you know, chasing girls. And now I'm sitting on a bench and meditating. And it took almost a year for my mind to settle down to where I could actually do what, we, what people think of as meditating. It wasn't happening. It just, I just had to keep practicing. It's like, you know, if I asked... Someone, out, someone who's never done burpees to go crank out 300 burpees with me, they would get injured. Sure. Right? You don't just sit on and meditate like a monk. Right. No, you got to do it's one step, do this. Next step, do that. That's why you had a teacher sure. like Nakamura or like you know, the Zen monks have a head monk who say, hey, you, you're kind of a fidgety little guy, uh, Joe, so you're going to sit over there and just stare at a candle. And anytime your mind starts wandering from the candle, bring it back to the candle. That's concentration training. Sure. First, do that. For a year, I don't know or the, you know, kind of like Miyagi, <laughs> wax yeah, on, yeah, wax, yeah, wax on, wax off. I got the the whacking with the stick part down with my kids. I just whack them, but I, the, the meditation part. <laughs> See, uh, maybe you've helped them, uh, you know, attain satori or enlightenment, and they're more enlightened than you are. They'll be like, Dad, bring it on. They are definitely Please. more enlightened. Than they. Let's take a break. We'll go knock out some burpees and and uh, and come back. Is that Ooh, cool? Yeah, awesome. or meditate. Maybe we can meditate. 
Spartans, we're about to release a new book called The Spartan Way. How do you get from where you are to where you want to go? Not necessarily just about money, but it's anything you want to achieve. You want to do a long run, you want to get into a marriage, you want to build a business, whatever it is that you're going after, The Spartan Way is going to help you hone the 10 key principles that get you from where you are to where you want to go. Pre-order Joe's book, The Spartan Way, now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever you like to buy your books. So um, I've always had a problem meditating. I thought it was a little weird, mm-hmm. uh, the whole thing. My mother used to do the, the silent retreats, like you said. She yeah. was doing them in, in the house, seven, eight days fasting. And um, for me, when I stumbled upon the long-distance endurance stuff, mm-hmm. that was meditative Yes. for me. Uh, you have a problem with that? Could people... Uh, I think it has a lot of similar qualities, right? So, but again, it's, if you sit on a bench and you think, then you're sitting on a bench and thinking. If you are on a long, like a, a 50 mile run, and you're obsessing and constantly thinking, then that's the same thing. But if you're on that 50 mile run and you're deliberately trying to clear your mind and focus just on your breath, for instance, you know, did you have a strategy like that? Because if you had a strategy where you're just like, inhale, exhale, I got this, you know, mantra, that was my strategy of buds. That is very similar to concentrating on a bench. But it all depends upon what you're doing with your mind. Are so, you have an external or an internal focus? Are you letting it just run off on whatever it wants to, or are you deliberately controlling the stream of thought? So I have a monkey mind. My mind is all over the place, like many of us. But what I found is, uh, even in burpees, mm-hmm. when I get to a place where I'm getting a little exhausted, yeah. then it lets go. Monkey's gone. Yeah. He's out of there. Yeah, you're he's exhausted like, a little guy. Like, he lays down yeah, to take he lays, a nap. He's sleeping, <laughs> right? And then it's yeah. like... I right. think that's why uh, endurance... And, and aggressive exercise makes people feel so good because it does clear their mind through yeah. the exhaustion. You know, it's Everybody like, quits before you. They're all gone. <laughs> right. <they're> all gone. <laughs> exactly. All your monkeys quit. And that's pretty funny. I think there's a lot of similarities. Back to st- finding stillness in action, and yeah. long endurance sports have that same effect. The noise in the background, by the way, is just a test for you and I in the audience. See if to we can see concentrate. They've they got to concentrate. <laughs> We're building a, a Spartan race in the background. So but there is something different also about um, meditation practice when you get really stabilized. Because what we're talking about here is still concentration. You're concentrating on just that one thing. Yeah. You know, one mile after the next, plugging along. And so your mind is like radically focused on that one thing. But when you can get to the point where you can let go of even that... And they call it touching the void, or like you learn from, you spent some time in China and Japan, the, yeah. the, you know, the whole idea of Taoism, or the Tao, talked about in the Tao Te Ching. That is experienced when there's no structural thought anymore. You literally let go of that. Now you're experiencing like a radical oneness or you know, integration. In fact, yoga, one of, the interp- um, one of the translations of the word yoga is integration or union. So Zen, yoga, same thing. Uh, What what that experience is not the same as thinking about one thing, which is concentration. So there is benefit because that's when you begin, the human being begins to experience life as a a deep connection to all other humans and all sentient life. And then their perspective is elevated to what what I call world-centric. And so, I mean, you're definitely there because you're trying to help the world be a better place through your Spartan racing and you wouldn't do that if you didn't feel connected to all of humanity. And yeah. same thing with me. I feel connected to all humanity and all sentient beings. I care greatly for the earth. And so that in order to get there, you have to get out of your ego. And in order to get out of your ego, you have to touch what I call your higher self. And that's what meditation does for you. 
I ran into um, Tracy Morgan in the airport the other night, the comedian. Oh, yeah. Nice. And he was eating Doritos. Oh, my goodness. I don't know Tracy Morgan. I took the Doritos out of his <laughs> But I do that often, right? Don't I do that. Like, Why are you You're hurting that yourself. soda? Yeah, right. get it out. And so people are not as receptive to that. Here's question. the thing. Here's a, a lofty thought. If you're hurting yourself, you're hurting humanity. Right. Everybody is necessary, right? Everyone's right. necessary, and everyone is required to be healthy, yep. for humanity to be healthy and for the earth to be healthy. So why not put the Doritos down? It's a simple step, right? Yep. Take care of yourself first so that you can take care of others. Our motto at uh, Unbeatable Mind, uh, which is my corporate training company, is yep. self-mastery so you can serve. Right. I think you'd agree with that. You can't, yeah, well, you can't the, go the out there. In the airplane, they say take the oxygen yeah, t- first. Right? Serve yourself first right. so you can help your, your kid. Right. Right. Um, you can't go out there as a broken CEO and expect to really lead your team these days because everyone looks right through. They don't respect you. What, right. uh, what, um, what about health and wellness outside of, medi- you know, outside of the mind, mm-hmm. just, just the physical practice and the healthy eating? in the corporate world. It used to drive me nuts that you'd see a 50, 60-year-old CEO built a company up or, or, or moved up the ranks and then, and then is you know, unhealthy and just mm-hmm. retires and dies. Like, that know. doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. That's an old paradigm. I believe it's changing rapidly. Yeah. And I think it's just that we, we lost the capacity to be integrated as human beings or whole. You know, like the old Spartan concept of the whole person. And the Spartans trained the whole person. They trained physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And they didn't look at those as separate little buckets. You know, like I've often tell our, our athletes who come with us or our, our people I train, is like, okay, so if you think of spiritual development as going to church on Sunday, well, that's a little bit limited. And I'm not saying that's bad, but it's a little limiting. Sure. And if physical development is just doing P90X three times a week so you can look good in the bathing suit, well, that's limited too. But the bigger issue is you're compartmentalizing these two. Because my experience is that physical development can have a really intense spiritual component to it, sure. right? right? Just like the running monks. Yeah. And all of them, any type of physical training, especially when you do it with a team, requires emotional control and emotional development. Now, warriors learn this. Right? You can't go into combat without some element of emotional control to overcome you know, your fear response, but also to really connect deeply to... Take care of your teammate while you accomplish but, but, the mission. But an entrepreneur, I mean, I was not in the military, right? But I've got a lot of things you're talking about yeah. just from running a business. Sure. Because I'm at battle. I'm a warrior every day with right. like, just surviving. Right. But you, right. Your, your foundation was you, you grew up as a warrior naturally, right? In another lifetime, you might have been a Navy SEAL or a Green Beret or something like that because hey, you were drawn what, toward... Should I have been a, a, a Ranger or, or a Delta or a Navy SEAL? You probably wouldn't have made it through SEAL training, but <laughs> Ranger training, easy day. You would have been pro-rescue. <laughs> pro-rescue. <laughs> yeah. Right. But you know what? It's the, it's the integration. So yeah. tra- you've got to train yourself. The, the modern CEO has to think like a warrior. Right. They have to move their body... So with the breath, so that they can move the mind in a healthy way, which then moves your emotional energy, and then your intuition kind of lights up, and you, f- you just feel more whole, more connected. You're more grounded. You're more authentic, more trustworthy. Sure. And you, you're much healthier. And guess what? If that takes you an hour a day, it's well worth it. It's well worth it because yeah. then you're going to be making better decisions. Even know? even on the TV show um, Billions. Uh, yeah. Bobby Axelrod is meditating yeah. now and doing some of these things. So, right yeah. so it has made it to the mainstream where it's not so hokey. And, For sure. And, and business people should be doing it. I've been teaching um, breathing and meditation and traditional yoga movements to Navy yeah. SEAL candidates since, since 2007. Yeah. 
but I could never call it yoga. And so I just said, hey, we're going to do a a concentration practice, and we're going to develop some, you know, what the SEALs call arousal control, and we're going to do something called box breathing. That's where box breathing came from. Now it's pretty popular, but I should have trademarked it, you know. And so um, they were like, hey, why do we do this, Mark, uh, Commander Divine? And I said, well, because, you know, it stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system. It clears your mind. When you go into combat, you want to be in control and clear so you can, you know, see the battlefield and you can, you know, zero in on your target. And they're like, teach me it. Sure. Now. Yeah. I, wish, I, mean? I wish my mother would have wrapped it in that kind of... Uh, right. You got to, you know, I, don't, I say we got to strip the foo out of the kung fu. Right. You know, the modern Westerner American doesn't want to put on a robe, yeah. you know, and a gi. And, you know, the very few people want to do that. Those, those kind of... Um, Traditional paths are drying up. Power yoga. <laughs> throw the word power in there. Yeah, right? throw power in there. I'll do right. it. Or take right. the word yoga out. You know, right. even. Yeah. And teach it as uh, just as movement. All right. Two things that we could do every day that'll just change our life: breathing, box breathing. Yeah, box breathing. Hugely important. Do it every morning when you wake up. So, um, is box breathing? You get inside of a small box, right? Because <laughs> yeah. fill it with water and see how long you can breathe. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what like you told that. me. That's what you said. I had to get in the box. Yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> box breathing is a breathing practice we teach at Unbeatable Mind at unbeatablemind.com, and we also teach it at SealFit. So, nice. SealFit.com is our hardcore physical training. That's you know how you know me yeah, best. But yeah. Unbeatable Mind is how we're taking it to the masses through. Um, an integrated training process that we have an online program. We've got a really cool app coming out, and you'll be able to access box breathing and some of the practices we do oh. for our daily rituals and or being just, outstanding. Or just get in the box. Or just find, go out and buy yourself a box, <laughs> stick yourself in it, and then when someone says, what the hell are you doing? Say, Joe told me to do this. Second thing is check in with what I call your ethos, which is your why. Like, why am I on this planet? Oh, yeah, I'm here to help people get healthier. Stay on track. How am I going to do that today? Right. Look at your schedule, and all of a sudden you're like, you know what? There's like five things on here that aren't connected to that. Why? Right. <laughs> say yeah. no. Yeah. Learn to say no. And then you can simplify, declutter, stay laser focused. Love it. You're awesome. Yeah. You're awesome. O- always love seeing you. It's a sweaty event every time I do see <laughs> or, you. Or, or ice cold. cold. <laughs> or ice cold. <laughs> all right, another amazing interview with Mark Devine. I mean, when you think of... Navy SEAL, right? Or any of these special operator guys or something. You're, you're, the image is, the Hollywood image is knuckle dragger, right? A guy out there, the right. red on yeah. You sit and you listen to Mark Devine. That is a spiritual, philosophical, deep thinking, um, woke, whatever the current term is, guy, right? I mean, he... He's well, a sharp you're, guy. You're, you're hip. Woke. I've never even did. heard. What does woke mean? Woke. Well, woken up. Do oh, some, like, do some oh. reading. You're going to get woke. Got it. No. I, so anyway, what... what I, what, Colonel, I'm sorry, Go ahead. sir. Tell me what you thought about Mark thought. Divine. Yeah, I think he's divine. <laughs> well, she put her well, hair in a bun for this. <laughs> hair in a bun. Well, uh, they did, they were doing burpees for vets. So, you know, Mark Divine, he's kind of like hand, heart, hands, holistic. He's, he's, uh, he's the real deal. And like his energy is so calming and he's just so present and, and just he's busting a, he's a, out He's a burpees. CPA. Which you would never guess, right? He's an accountant. accountant yeah. Actually, you would think more that he might be that than a SEAL. Good point. I mean, yeah, just kind of yeah. very quiet, the unassuming. Toughest, the toughest accountant I've ever met. <laughs> the toughest accountant ever met. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but I listened closely to that interview. Yeah. I didn't hear anything about the sub. So what do you got yeah, for Yeah, so us? apparently he was trapped in a one-man sub for some time. He was losing his mind. And um, he How came long? up. How uh, long? Quite some time. And he came up with box breathing. <laughs> 
Not no three hours for sure if they'd ever be able to bring it back up again. Yeah. We're working on it, Mark, but we'll see if we can get you up <laughs> talk, here. Talk to you soon. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that, that's a unique experience. Yeah, yeah, incredible. And, and, um, and so this box breathing idea came out of that uh, situation. And so here's a guy, again, I wouldn't have expected, gets into breathing, gets into meditation, studied martial arts. But, um, well, but it's not like he's been studying martial arts his whole life, though, right, as a child. And, and again, really studying it, not, not so much the, the kicks and the punches and all, but the uh, philosophy, philosophy behind, behind it. it. Yeah. But somebody, whoever it was, and I know he mentioned the, his gurus, his mentors and stuff, really trained him correctly because they, they gave him the mindset over, over the physicality. And it's nice to hear because he's also um, he's also taken some philosophy classes with Tom Brown Tracker School over the years, and there's there's a lot of beautiful lineages there in terms of like deep spirituality and honoring of the earth, and that gets a little too hippie, I know, but but <laughs> but right. no, but but um, I didn't realize he was the one that invented the box breathing. So does everyone know? I don't think he went through box breathing. Well, well it's funny, Bre- breathing's People been around that. for a long, long time. Such a Canadian. But in terms of that, that term and his and his way of packaging it and putting it out there and and you know creating a, a certain style. Yeah, yeah. And, well, the um, crazy thing about it was years ago he had told me, hey, you got to try some box breathing in an email, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm an idiot. I get in this box and I'm trying to breathe, <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't work. And I sent him an email back. I said, I don't know what you're you, talking you, you about. You mistook that with the submarine story. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like that's like that prisoner guy you told me. That's how we learned how to do burpees, right? That's right. Big evil. Big evil. So I, I just want to mention too that that Mark, um, you know, for him, he learned all these things. He's applied all these things. But he's also created a, a venue in which to, to teach these things. And uh, Kokoro, which yeah. is, uh, you know, it's a test. Um, but people have to train their mind, their body for some of the most intense experiences, you know, similar to the death race where it's like, can we break these people? How far will they go? Um, it's one of the most powerful Stretching the, the rubber band. You stretch the rubber band right to the end before it snaps. But, and, right? but what he said about Kokoro was that it's also just another word for yoga. But what it does is it, 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 it talks about honoring, like, your mental, your physical, your heart, your, it's more of like this all-encompassing type of concept. Yep. And if you bring his hardcore flavor to that, then that's the yoga class I would want to go yeah, to. Yeah, and again, I, right. I like the fact that there's a screening process for it, yeah. right? That if you, you write down on there, you just want to attend because you want to prove how tough you are, you want to be the baddest guy around, then you're not in. Yeah. If you want to you take it on because you want to grow and you want to challenge yourself and you want to do all those things, that that's the candidate he's looking for yeah. to help to make, help make it. The chickadee it, it, told me I really needed to come to your class, Mark. So explain that. The chickadee. So if you get tuned into yeah, nature and you understand your awareness, right? It's all about having awareness. Then if you turn in, like what the birds are saying, they're scouts of the forest. And if you can understand their pattern language, you understand what's going on for miles around you. That's how Native American scouts work. That's how anyone who's tuned in knows what's going on, what predators are coming, what hawks are flying. So if you can say it, you make a joke like that, right? But if you tune in to... So if anybody else is lost, please, <laughs> please about, tune into. Yeah, yeah. Al- allies, wolf ears. I once oh, was yeah. like, oh, 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 yeah, allies. Oh, bring us out. So on that note, if you want to fox walk away with us, follow me and the chickadee to spartan.com slash podcast. We'll see you there. Toodles. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you join us every week on Tuesdays to get inspired and learn some new lessons. If you like our show, tell your friends about it. Let's rip 100 million people off the couch. Follow us on Twitter at SpartanUpPod or on Instagram at SpartanUpPodcast. Subscribe on iTunes and YouTube or wherever you watch our show. Spartan Up is brought to you by Spartan Race. To find a race near you, visit Spartan.com. Spartan.